welcome to the Mount Drothmore podcast. Yo, 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 everybody. What is good? Welcome to the Mount Draftmore podcast, where four armchair experts conduct a four-round snake-style fantasy draft of their top choices of arbitrary everyday topics. The goal is simple, and the results are contested. Whose top four reigns supreme? That is the question. And today, we will be drafting holiday movies, specifically winter holiday movies. Right? I'm joined by a couple guys. You've already heard their names a couple times, but we're going to go back through it. Let's start with Big D. How you doing over there? Oh, I'm good. Uh, you know, I've been reading a lot of comics lately. I read Planet Hulk. I read World War Hulk. Ooh. I read Dark Knight Returns. I read uh, Volume 1 of Darth Vader. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Uh, that's what I've been up to. It's been really fun. Dope, dope. Old Dutch, how you doing over there? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, things that are new in my life, uh, although it's winter, I am trying to go squidding pretty soon. Uh, Puget Sound's got a lot of them. I've never been, but I've heard that when a school comes in, you should be able to get a lot. And uh, people are pretty generous. I've heard that, you know, it's like a, a community down there. I have done a lot of pink salmon fishing with my dad, and it's very similar. Once you go, you go a couple times, and people start to remember you, and really cool sense of community. So when you squid, you use a fishing line and a fishing rod? Fishing line, fishing rod, squid jig, and a big ass light. It's got to be at <laughs> night. So it's got to it's gotta be big. Release the Kraken. Dope. That's awesome. How, wait, how big? How big are the squid or how big ass light are we talking about? Like how big's the light? Are we talking well, like mag light hmm. or like well, spotlight like Batman style? I think like the bigger the better. So spotlight I think would actually be the best because they they get drawn in by the light so like if you're thinking like hmm how many quantities or i don't know how to measure big ass light but if you're thinking i have one two <laughs> five big ass light five units of big ass light exactly big ass light <laughs> exactly you need the most you can possibly get i can't so. believe you're not just like oh you know it's got a it's got a diameter isn't that what's across radius diameter this isn't math yeah Fuck that we're, we're moving on we're moving on <laughs> Okay. Matty, yes, what's up with you? Uh, you know, it is the holiday season. This is a holiday draft, obviously. I'm going to give a shout-out to what seems to be like kind of a cultural phenomenon, which is I feel like ho ugly holiday sweaters are all the rage now. Like, only a couple of years ago, they pop on the scene. Like, they used to be serious things. Like, you would have, like, like shopping moms wear legit, like, holiday sweaters, and they were dead serious about it. Now it's turned into an ironic thing. We're all wearing ugly holiday sweaters, which we could show you. Maybe we will. But that's my little shout-out. Holiday sweaters. I'm here for it. Nice, <laughs> nice. Holiday sweaters. Yeah, we're all wearing holiday sweaters because we're just a few days away from Christmas. So, yeah. Uh, Except that, for me. Yeah, I get, you're not a few days away from Christmas? <laughs> no, I, well, you know, uh, holiday sweater. Big oh, D. oh, oh, yeah. Big <laughs> D, the one not wearing a holiday sweater. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, it's nice to be on a break. No school. True. Holla, holla. We worked hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a group oh, yeah, of teachers buddy. here. We are so ready for break. Yep, yep. All right. Well, it's holiday movies. Is everyone ready to draft some holiday Let's movies? Let's go. Heck, yeah. I'm ready. Let's do this. We have a draft order, ladies and gentlemen. It will start with me. Ooh. Oh, me. Oh, Ben. Round one. <laughs> see a Pick smile right ben, now. Oh, I have such a... My, like I told y'all when we rolled the dice, my heart was racing when I got that number one. I was like, yes. <laughs> Yes, it's between two, but I feel good about what I'm going to pick. Dylan will be picking number two. That's Big D. 
Matty Ice will be number three. And old Dutch will be number four. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> although I do get the snake around part. It's so true. That is pretty it's true. Nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's do this. Round one. It's round one. Cosmic Wizard King, what you got? I'm so stoked for oh, this. Shit. Let the hype build. <laughs> I'm so nervous. My wife's going to give me so much shit because the truth is I'm going to pull a Dylan in the chip episode Ooh. and be like, I actually personally don't care for this movie. I'm going for like a cross between. I think this would be like a Matty Ice pick. Like this is a high value pick. This is how you don't, you don't have to love LeBron James to pick him first round. It's true. Like you're doing fantasy basketball now. I'm not saying you're going to do recognize that, greatness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So with my first pick, I'm picking that comedy classic from the early 2000s, baby. You know the thing that John Favreau did with mm-hmm. with with uh, Will Ferrell. That's right. I'm picking is. Elf. Holy Solid. shit! I'm going Solid. Elf. I didn't even see that. Number Solid. one. I did. Elf had yeah. to be number one. Ha- yep. it, I, it, I agree. I agree. I had to take it. You already know why, but we'll get into the debate about that later. Wait, wait, what, wait. What's up? Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. But before we move on, because this hella interesting trivia fact came up when I was researching the movies. Also, BT Dubs. I do love that movie, so good pick. Hell yeah, but thanks. you know that scene when Buddy the Elf eats all the different candies and, and he mixes it with the spaghetti and it's like syrup, all that kind of stuff? <laughs> yeah. I love that scene, all right? Apparently, they had to film it twice because Will Ferrell vomited the first time. <laughs> Ooh, and the whole time they filmed, they said he had a massive headache because he was eating so much sweets. Why am I not surprised, time? though? Like, that hey, makes dedication. a lot of sense, actually. Right? <laughs> dedicated. The man is an actor. Yeah. 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 All right, have so you guys have you guys good. watched the um, the holiday movies that made us on Netflix? Oh, I saw it, yes. but I didn't watch it. Yo, there's two of them that they dropped: Nightmare Before Christmas and and Elf. Mm-hmm. And the Elf one, it's really like again, Elf is a good movie. I'll watch it. It's mm-hmm. not my favorite. I'm picking it. Its value. It's it's, it's a dope. good. It's, it's a, a good solid movie. round one pick. One. It's my but favorite. Yeah. It's definitely my favorite. Learning about the making of that movie, like what they actually had to go through. It puts a it gives you a different perspective on it. it makes you appreciate it a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yo, innocent, I like it. Innocent plug, no sponsor. Check that out on Netflix. <laughs> We're gonna get into the second pick. Dylan, you got the second pick. Yeah, Big I do. D, what you got? Yeah. Uh, just you know, just want to say that Ben and I were having a moment because I think we had an idea of what the first two picks were gonna be, but you know, it was like which one's gonna go first? And uh, I was surprised you chose Elf first, but you're right. It's a sleeper hit, and it's unlikely that it would have even happened because Will Ferrell was known but not well-known then. Yeah, they didn't want to take a gamble on him. Like The the studios were sketch on that. Yeah, so good pick. Uh, I'm going to take the next pick. I'm surprised it wasn't taken first. I'm going to take Home Alone, that 1990s like holiday classic. Uh, Let's let's just do a little fact check here. $18 million budget, not Mm. too much. Guess how much it made at the box office? How much? Two eighty-five point seventy-six million. Uh, Did I get that right? So gross box office is actually four hundred and seventy-seven million dollars, <laughs> and adjusted so for you inflation. Got domestic? Uh, I think so. I saw two numbers, but maybe yeah. This is worldwide. Take, take it away. Yeah, this is worldwide, and it's even higher if you adjust for inflation. Um, number one box off at the box office for twelve weeks straight. Um. You know, we all know we all know the story, right? Macaulay Culkin plays Kevin, and his irresponsible parents leave him at home. His negligent mm. parents leave him at home <laughs> because they're too fucking worried about their trip to Europe. And Kevin, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> the only reason they care about him 
is because they're worried. I know this in their head about social services coming and taking all their fucking children. Away. I was just thinking that I was just <laughs> thinking like, geez, if you're watching that and you're just thinking privilege, this like really rich white family. They don't have like CPS come and like you left your kid at home <laughs> with like, no, no one comes to check on him, right? Am I am I wrong? Does yeah, anyone no. come to check? Well, like the police officer like rolls by, he knocks on the door, and like Kevin's like, "Oh shit!" Like he he doesn't want anything to do with it. So like I'm thinking like Big Mouth, like what we usually associate with like some like Jay, like Jay's oh, yeah. character. Yeah. But I don't know. I it just popped into my head because I'm yeah, like, wow. And you watch that. Also, what's crazy is that Joe Pesci is in that movie. Like, yeah, right. Lobster Joe Pesci <laughs> yeah, is in that yes. movie. He it's was insane. in like movies like Goodfellas. Like he's a serious actor. Like my cousin Vinny, obviously that's a comedy movie, but nevertheless, they got Joe Pesci to do a kid's Christmas movie. That is just wild to me. Dude, Andy was great movie. as a hot water. Was it Hot Water Bandit? Uh, the, the, the Wet Bandits. The Wet Bandits. The Wet yeah. Bandits. Also, I heard a story <laughs> yeah. with the filming of that movie. Like, he had the hardest time not swearing in front of all, like, like the kids on set and whatnot. Because it's just Joe Pesci. Like, come on. Yes. Another innocent plug. Yep. Last year, around the holidays, they released the holiday movies yep. that made us. And they did... Home Alone. So there you go. You can check out Elf and Home Alone. So Home Alone's taken. uh, Yeah. You know, Kevin, he does a good job. He defends himself. He learns to be a man. Shaves with aftershave. Mistake. Uh, It's the wrong (laughs) order, I should say. Uh, And uh, yeah, he he does a good job. Um, It's a good pick. So anyway, moving on. Home Alone, Elf, and Home Alone off the off the board. Yeah, Whew. I am wiping a sigh of relief because my number one pick is still on the board. I am so excited for this. This is not only my favorite, but I think one of the best. It is the live action "How the Grinch Stole Christmas" with Jim Carrey. Whoa! Whoa! Holy shit! Holy shit. Oh wait, my god! Wait, wait, you wait! Be wait, fucking wait, kidding wait. Me. What? <laughs> that was your first pick. Oh That's my, my first pick. That Holy is my first pick. Holy shit! I what? Oh my god! Okay, mm-hmm. this isn't scripted. I'm like, oh Whoa, my god! Both of my what picks just are happened? left. Yes. Wow. So let, let me explain. Let me explain. The best. Oh my. God. So wow. This is, <laughs> this is fucking insane. My rationale behind this is that there is a rare occasion where you can translate a cartoon into a live-action film. And I believe the Grinch with Jim Carrey does that phenomenally. Think about who's in that movie, too. Not only is it Jim Carrey at the height of his superpowers, you have Anthony Hopkins, who's narrating the whole thing. Ron Howard's directing it. You have Jeffrey Tambor, who's the mayor of Whoville, (laughs) <laughs> this is a phenomenal ben, film. Ben is having You're a nervous breakdown in the corner. Out right now. I cannot believe this pick. I cannot believe this pick. And this movie's phenomenal. Round. Right, first wow. round. Phenomenal, wow. phenomenal wow. movie. Yo, wow. trivia: the girl oh who plays God. little who? What's her name? Little something. Cindy Lou Who. Cindy Lou Who. Yeah. It was from St. Louis, and the only reason I know that is because when it came out, everyone was like, she's from St. Louis, because no one's from St. Louis except for, uh, what, Nelly and Chingy. Let's go, Nelly. But go. Wait, wow. so that was less uh, that was less trivia and more like a fact. Uh, I guess that's, that's <laughs> a fact, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I also, I, I do have a story about this movie later on that I'll tell you, but yeah, I just, it is a classic movie when you're talking about what goes from a animated cartoon to a live action film. It does look like what you would imagine Whoville looks like in live action. Am I, am I not correct? Like oh, you're, you're right. talking about the cinematography <laughs> in this film is phenomenal. The cast is phenomenal. It's just a great Christmas movie, all right? It's catchy. There's so many lines. He breaks the fourth wall repeatedly. Like, it is, in my opinion, 
phenomenal in the movie. And, and maybe that's maybe that's a hot take, but that is my pick. That is a very hot take. Like <laughs> I feel <laughs> it's not just because I have asthma, but I honestly feel like I can't breathe right now. I'm just like, whoa. I don't understand what? how it's such a hot pick. I think it's just a good <laughs> that pick. That is crazy. No, uh, like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Dustin, what it's yours. I, what I was going to say is moving a little bit away from maybe a patriarchal, like, you have balls. You have genitalia. You have, I don't know, like, women birth babies. So you have you have strong genitalia with that pick. You have courage is what I'm trying to say. Hey, oh, I was like, like, where is he going? I was very confused I was about to be like, like, you have balls, but honestly, that's that's pretty patriarchal. And I'm 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 going bold. My mom's I'm way stronger bold. than you all are. of you. Just but. wanna say the Rotten Tomato score is not good. It's well, like critics. Who cares? Get out of here with Who cares? This get isn't this yeah. isn't what Rotten Tomatoes yeah. says. No, of course not. Oh yeah. my gosh. It's iconic. I'm, it's iconic. I'm like I've been locking eyes with Matt just like in disbelief, <laughs> like whoa. Okay. So <laughs> wow. Now I have the snake part too. I'm I'm actually now pretty excited. My heart's racing. I'm feeling like Ben when he did the roll. Uh, so my first round pick would have to be Christmas Story. A Christmas Story classic. That was on my list. Oh yeah. my gosh, they show it literally like all day long on Christmas Day. And I'm forgetting what channel, but TBS. TBS. It doesn't mm-hmm. like that's in the yearly movie. It is so funny. There are so many parts that not only comment on Christmas, but just like. They capture that childhood nostalgic. Um, I also wanted to be begun when I was a kid, which is not why I do love it. But I mm-hmm. think they just like really capture so many family dynamics in that. Ralphie does a great job. The little brother. Um, gosh, what's the little brother's name? I, oh, I can't believe Randy. I'm, Randy. Randy. Yes, Randy. I knew it was Randy. Nice. Randy. Yeah, great performance. Uh, yeah, man, I can't believe it. Like I heard this one quote um, that people were saying. Like my dad's generation loved It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. And my generation, Mm -hmm. it's like a Christmas story. Like that's what my sister and I grew up watching. And it was like the holiday classic to me. That is the Christmas movie. Also, Peter Billingsley, I love his like, he's like best friends with Jon Favreau. And Jon Favreau puts him in like little roles in a bunch of different Marvel movies. Like he's in the original Iron Man. He's the guy that Jeff Bridges yells at. He's like, Tony Stark built this in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> like, he's the guy that gets yelled at. So, shout out Peter Billingsley. You keep doing your little extra roles. Seriously. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yo, Big D, give us a quick recap of the teams. All right. Recap. Coming in hot. We got Ben with Elf, the oh, Will Ferrell comedy classic. Uh, we've got Big D, myself, with Home Alone, the 1990 first version. Uh, we've got Maddie Ice with How the Grinch Stole Christmas live action film 2000. Mm-hmm. And we've got Old Dutch Dustin with Christmas Story. I'm unsure of the year, 1986, 88. It's in, it's in the 80s. Something like yeah, that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that is first round. Word. Nice. Word. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And so I guess I have a little bit of trivia. I mean, if you guys are interested in it, uh, yes. should we dive Wait, in? are we actually going to answer a question? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. And then I've got an explanation. Okay. okay, let's okay. do. Yes, I'm down to do and trivia. We're, we're, we're calling this Chillin' with Dylan. Ooh, Ooh. impromptu. I like it. Oh. I like <laughs> so. it. I like it. <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life, 1946, post war classic. Uh, everyone has heard of this film. Maybe you haven't seen it, but you have heard of it, right? From the, well, I don't know if it's the golden age of cinema, right? But certainly from a different era that was is kind of heralded as having some great films. Um, of course, it stars James Stewart as George Bailey. Jimmy. Man is given up on life and committed suicide. 
He goes through, you know, the kind of spiel, goes visit him, whatever. And they tell him, oh, you know, life would be terrible without you. Well, guess how much this popular movie made. What year was it? 1946. Mm. Mm. I'm bad with numbers. Let's I know. see. And the thing is, in, four, in 46, how, do, how good does it do globally? Right. Just yeah. as the world is recovering from World War II. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna say five million. Five mil. Okay, so Manny S got five million. Do you, I don't have a guess right now. You see, I know. okay, okay. Don't box me in. No, I was just I was just trying to see where you were at. Damn, that's what happened last time, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's all good. Um, see, I bet it was super cheap to make, but I bet it made hella dough. I'm gonna say at the time. Maybe maybe forty two million. Okay. Wow, forty two. Wait, I didn't guess yet. Forty two oh, million, and we got five million. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think it's safe to say it's in the. It's got to be in the millions. I'm oh, it's in the millions. Oh, yeah. for sure, it's in the millions. I'm gonna go with twenty million. Okay, we've got five. We've got forty two and uh, 20. twenty. Twenty. Yep. So it's actually it was the budget was three point three, and million? the break even point was six point three million. Like after after all the costs were adjusted mm. for, um, I found some different numbers online, but essentially the movie did not break even. Wow! Oh, Holy movie, shit! Wow. I thought it was going to be big. It lost yeah. money, but it's been played endlessly yes. since then. Everyone it's a knows about yeah. it, and in it's fact, a classic. It's in the Library of Congress yes. because it's so fucking important to yes. our cultural legacy as Americans and our zeitgeist. I mean, Jimmy Stewart is literally an American icon. So, yeah. Merry that, Christmas, yeah. you old savings and loans. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's my, uh, it's a wonderful life. Yeah, that cool. was that was dope. I did not expect, I no. mean, I even questioned how much money it could make right after World War II, and then yeah. I was like, 42. Because I was like, <laughs> maybe, maybe it just did a killing. You were on the yeah. money. That's, that's why I lowballed. I was like, I mean, it's got to make sure. a couple mil, right? Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, that's great. That's yeah. crazy. That's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. All right. Oh, nice. Round two. Let's do this. Round two. Well, that was the perfect segue, and I'm going to go with It's a Wonderful Life because <laughs> every nice. single nice. list that I looked up. Now, I I have a little bit of a, I don't know. I, I feel, I mentioned in the Chips episode, the American Film Institute's Top 100. I have a little bit of a problem sometimes when we talk about the all-time greatest films because we kind of like hold up the classics and like, the modern ones, just because we haven't had enough time for their legacy to build, we always kind of put them at a lower scale. But with that said, every list that I'm looking up, like Rotten Tomatoes, a lot of their film critics went over it, Thrillist, um, I think like Esquire, like every list I kept clicking on does put this as number one. And I will say, like you know Dylan mentioned earlier, it's importance in film. Um, it's just, it's one of those movies that really kind of gets at like that classic, Christmas story, the the tearjerker. It's got a message. Uh, it's Jimmy Stewart, who is like, I mean, come on, that is a huge actor of the time oh, and one far. of probably one of his most memorable roles. Um, yeah, I don't know. And who doesn't love imitating Jimmy Stewart? I've already done it once, and true. I might do it again in this episode. Hey, Mr. Smith goes <laughs> to Washington. I mean, Jimmy Stewart. Zuzu's pedals. Zuzu's pedals. <laughs> 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 Runs around with the blood on his lips, like ah. Yeah, so I mean that's just a classic. You got to go with that. People kept saying it's the Citizen Kane of Christmas movies. Now okay, yeah. people, I mean, come on, that's like film critics who've dedicated their lives to film. People don't say Citizen Kane lightly when comparing it to titles. No way. Yeah, true. No way. Nice. True. Nice old Dutch. It's a Wonderful Life. Nice. 
All right, it's back around to me. Uh, I'm going to go with the second round pick, the classic National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, okay. nice. That is such a quotable movie. I mean, <laughs> it has classics like Merry Christmas, Shitter's Full. Yes, I was about to say that. <laughs> there is so much quotable content within that movie. It's Chevy Chase, although we all know, like, in real life, he's a massive dick. Yeah. But, <laughs> but this is, like, the height of his superpowers in terms of, like, 80s comedy films mm-hmm. is, like, it's a Christmas special for National Lampoons, which is uh, a classic American cinema brand itself. Um, it's just a, a very classic movie. There's so much slapstick humor in that. Uh, Cousin Eddie, the legend. All right. It is just, it's a classic. Got to pick it. There you go. Yep. Definitely a classic. Heck yeah. Good job. Christmas vacation off the board. Big D, yep, you're you got up. It. Second pick. Okay. My second pick. Uh, I'm surprised this wasn't taken. Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, it's great. Nice. It's one of those picks that I love. I knew Ben would want it to because he <laughs> mentioned it. Uh, That's a good one. You know, he's mentioned it in conversation a couple times. Um, you know, it, it's versatile because it goes as Halloween movie or Christmas movie. It's a twofer. Yep. Right? It's a twofer. Um, yeah. Great songs. They get stuck in your head a little bit too much, but they're great. And uh, the, the characters are well-developed. It's got, I mean, audiences loved it. It didn't make a lot of money. I mean, it made good money, but not a ton. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a great Christmas film or Halloween film to bring out twice a year or more. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, when I was looking it up a bunch, people did mention that. And I like that Maddie, you described it as a twofer because honestly, just because the movie can't be easily categorized into one holiday, I think that just speaks more volumes to it. Like it should get more accolades, but some people like to be like, Oh, it's not, it's not truly a Christmas movie. It's a Halloween movie. And it's like, the fact that we're even having this conversation, they did something that's pretty cool and unique. Like, how many holiday movies do you honestly cover two holidays in a really effing dope, like, Timber and genius? Oh, yeah. He is a, he's got a vision, always a stuff that's just, like, his own thing. And you get to see Santa show his stuff, you know, against the Sandman, right? They, they kidnap Santa. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Which goes really well, really well. Uh, anyway. Yeah, Just know he's not called, like, he's not technically the Sandman. Oh, he's it, Oogie, Boogie, Oogie, Oogie Boogie. Boogie. And he's oh. full of bugs. Mm-hmm. Huh. But <laughs> it's all good. You got the Disney guy here to, to get you on that. But that is Thank a, you, sir. That's a good great pick. pick. Good I pick. wanted to, I was hoping I could catch that one late. Um, But not so fortunate. There are so many good Christmas movies. Yep. I have the last pick of the second round. Yep. And I'm like... I'm happy because I think I'm going to actually get all of my list minus that nightmare, but I have backups for that. Nice. Um, second pick is easy for me because this story has been told so many times. The Muppets told a version. Mickey Mouse and Scrooge McDuck was in oh, a version. I think I know which one you're But I'm picking here. up what I think personally is the best version. You know. Scrooged. Oh, I was going to pick that in the next <laughs> round. Uh, a little Bur- yeah. Bill Murray action. It's yeah, so classic. Exactly. <laughs> Got to get some Bill Murray. I mean, <laughs> that interpretation of that story, Ebenezer Scrooge, like, it's the best. It's the best. And it's it makes so it, good. And it, and it feels modern. Like, now, 2020, maybe not so much, but it still feels more modern than them literally counting, like, gold, what is it, doubloons or whatever. Something like that, yeah. And he's sitting there actually, like, Mickey at one point is in the Mickey one. He's sitting there counting gold and then his poor ass goes home. And it's like, oh man, tiny Tim's going to die. And he had all that gold in his hands and there's no kind of security. There's no security camera or anything. Scrooge is just that ruthless. <laughs> but Bill Murray does it the best and it's hilarious. It's 
freaking hilarious. So I, I have to do it. Scrooge, number two. Dude, that's such a solid pick. Plus, it's it's got all that awesome, like, 80s, like, practical animation. Like, yeah. It's just, like, you know there's some dude with a gigantic skeleton hand who's the ghost <laughs> of Christmas future mm-hmm. just off off screen, like, right there. It, it, but I he just, still looks so good. Practical. It, but he still the looks thing. good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Those are the first two rounds, nice. which means it's halftime. Yes, halftime. We're gonna take it. We're gonna take a it second. It is a deep dive with Dustin. Okay, so this Christmas, I do want us to at least mention because I think it's important. We need to talk about some of the Christmas movies and some of the problematic aspects that they do have. Because I am glad to see in twenty twenty. I think we're coming a long way as a society to start pointing out some problematic representations in the media. And it's hard to do because for a lot of us, these movies are close to our hearts. They're nostalgic. Um, But I think it's important that we mention that a lot of these all-time classics, the movies that you just are like, everything was so good about them, and you have to play them year to year to year to year. They have these scenes or these moments or these characters that just don't sit right from a 2020 lens. And Actually, two of them are my picks. And while this might lose me the vote at the end amongst our team, I feel like I still got to do it. So It's a Wonderful Life, 1946. It's definitely a different era. And when you watch it, it reads that way for a couple reasons. There's some problematic black characters in there. There's some kind of negative like uh, stereotypes around uh, black people and kind of finances. Can't handle it. It's kind of blaming the poor for being poor. With the exception of exception of Jimmy Stewart, like he's like this white guy who's like, yay, he kind of struggled even though he worked really hard. But some of the uh, depictions of black Americans is terrible. Christmas Story, I love that movie so much. And honestly, it is one scene, at least from what I remember, it's just the ending when they go into this um, Chinese-American restaurant and it's like, oh, they, you know, they wrecked the turkey, so they got to go eat, which other movies do that as well, like this unconventional dinner. That's fine. But... The whole thing becomes this mockery of this Chinese restaurant where they're like, it's so weird. We, we're surprised by the duck, even though duck is a delicacy in many places in the world. And then they have this terrible part. I'm not even going to redo it. I don't think you should. Um, like they're kind of mocking um, these people's accents in the restaurant. And then, and then, you know, because Santa, he's a, he's a bigger guy, kind of like myself. There's other movies that have a lot of a uh, fat phobia in them. Um, Love actually the last scene where uh, I think it's Colin Firth. He's like going and he's like, hey, like I'm, I'm come back for this girl. And they're like, oh, my daughter. You mean this daughter, like the fat daughter? And then everyone's just like railing on her like, yeah, right. Oh, my gosh. She just hit the jackpot because this random dude shows up and is like, yeah, let's do it. And then uh, Santa Claus with Tim Allen. See, we're, we're going deep. I can just keep on going to this last one I'll mention. Santa Claus with Tim Allen. I mean, half the jokes in that movie are just about figure body size and you know from a 2020 lens it's like we can do better i kind of want that broad city of santa claus movies where it's funny it's fresh it's original it's like progressive i mean broad city itself you know they're human beings it's not the 100 percent perfect show but i want something that feels like yes this is christmas for 2020 and about to be 2021 Let's get out of this shit year. But yes, 2021. <laughs> well yeah. said, my man. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Originally with the Santa Claus, Santa was supposed to get shot off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Allen was supposed to come out and just blast his ass down the roof. But Disney was like, oh, hold up, hold up. We'll say though, Santa's he'll just that's fall not very off Disney. Yeah, he'll just <laughs> he'll, <laughs> he'll just get startled. 
Oh, let's get started. As he's dying on the ground. Yes. His death throes. Oh, shit. Man. Nice. Yeah. All right, well, let's continue with this draft. Uh, Yo, Big D, give us one more recap of the teams. All right, so uh, round, do you want me to do rounds one and two or just round two? No, just tell us the teams. Oh, the just teams. Just tell us each oh, person's my, team. Not bad, yeah. No, you're we good. Got, we got uh, Ben over here, right? Gun show. We got Big D, and then we go Matty Ice, and then we go Old Dutch. Yes, sir. And that is the direction we are going. Yeah, but what are our who's teams? on the teams? <laughs> Who are on our teams? Oh, so you do want me to? Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't. You don't need to go. You don't need to go round by round. You can just say, "Here's on Ben's team. Here's on my team. Here's on." My bad. You All got right. it. So, uh, <laughs> under pressure. <laughs> ben with Elf and Scrooged. Maddie Ice with How the Grinch Stole Christmas live action film questionable and Christmas Vacation. Jk. Jk. Uh, uh, myself. With Home Alone and Nightmare Before Christmas, and Old Dutch with Christmas Story and It's a Wonderful Life. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Well, you know what time nice. it is. Round three. It's time for round three, and I'm starting again because oh, I'm it. first, and I get the wrap around. And there's so, again, there's so many movies, so many of them, but there's there are certain ones that fall into like their very own kind of category, and they're very limited. You know, there's not a lot to choose for in that category. How many Christmas action movies are there? Seriously, oh. how many great Christmas action movies are there? So good. 1988's Die Hard. I don't know. Die Hard, baby. <laughs> you're. I mean, it's fine. You're like a late, like mid-90s kid. Old Dutch is one of the youngest people here. Yeah, I think you are the youngest. One of you are the youngest. By like a couple months. I yeah. couldn't yeah. remember I Matt's exact birthday. You youngin. It's okay. I don't expect, <laughs> I don't expect you to love this movie. It's fine. But it's a classic. I mean, is it a Christmas though? Yeah, it takes place during a Christmas party. Like they yeah. are literally celebrating Christmas is in this forty-story freaking. It's a Christmas Eve party. It's Christmas Eve at a Japanese business <laughs> that John McClane's wife works at, or his estranged wife. But their their relationship is complicated. It's complicated. It's complicated. But you know what? But you know what? He goes to that that party, and wouldn't you know? Spoiler alert. Terrorists show up. Hans Gruber. What the hell? <laughs> How many Christmas movies got terrorists in them? There are terrors in Christmas <laughs> movies, but terrorists? Wow. And yeah. they're German terrorists on top of that, which is Dude. even more <laughs> hilarious. Like, it's so niche. Like, <laughs> John McClane realizes there's no one to save these hostages but himself. So he does it, and it's dope. It's a good movie. He made a lot of money. He made over 140 at the box office. Not that that means anything relative to its, like, 20 or 30 cost to produce yeah so one little fun fact about the movie and then we'll we'll move on originally they wanted to cast arnold schwarzenegger and <laughs> sylvester stallone as john mcclain and both of them turned it down oh. so bruce willis got it and i'm so happy that bruce willis got it dude the movie would not be the same no, seriously he really ha- brings like i it's a believable performance when he steps on glass and pulls it out holy shit have that you is, ever had glass in your foot it that hurts. is the most like cringy part of the movie oh yeah and that's how you know if people have seen it because when i have students who say they've seen die hard and you ask them hey tell me about the movie if they don't tell you about the glass part like that is a dead Dead giveaway that you have oh, not yeah. seen that movie. And you know it's good, too, because they foreshadow the glass part at the beginning of the mm-hmm. movie. 
when they're nice. when he's like, you gotta rub your your feet in in carpet, my man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, that no character is so sleazy. I feel like if I had one wish, like if I could enter an alternate reality, what would be the first thing I do? I would see Sylvester Stallone in that. Adrian! <laughs> oh, not great, not great. My foot hurts. Not great. <laughs> yeah, so third pick, Die Hard. Solid. That was good. Big was going to you. On uh, my list, too. Um, this is a hard pick for my third one because I kind of got, like, the ones I wanted are out of the way, sort of. But um, I'm going to pick, this was initially my number four. I'm moving it to number three. Ernest Saves Christmas, 1988. <laughs> nice. No, yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, Jim Varney, uh, the infamous character actor who brought the legends of Ernest P. Worrell and his silent buddy Vern to life, um, uh, stars in this classic Christmas film, right? Uh, we we love Ernest because he's kind of an innocent, and, and uh, he's just a good-hearted fellow. And honestly, the performance of Jim Varney is excellent in this movie. He does so many character depictions. It's just entertaining. I mean, at one time he does this uh, snake wrangler and it doesn't even seem like him. And the movie's also a little bit deep too because as a snake wrangler, he says, all they want is poison. Those those Hollywood filmmakers, all they want is poison. You know, and he's like a snake, right? He's a snake tra trainer. Um, so I don't know. I love that movie and it, it made some money at the box office. Not great reviews, but you know what? I love it. Um, that's my third round pick. Nice. Mad nice. respect. Mm. All right. It's back around to me. Uh, I'm going to go with, I have to feel like I got to, uh, get a little bit of animation in here. So I'm going to go with the Polar Express. Polar mm. Express. By the way, when he says me, that's Matty Ice drafting right there. That's true. It's Matty Ice. <laughs> a little Matty Ice action. Uh, but yeah, Polar Express. I mean, first of all, it's Tom Hanks. How can you not love Tom Hanks, an American treasure himself? Right. Also, this is a rare movie where, that actually connects to all ages. Like, there's a little bit of everything for everybody in this film. You're talking about the parents identifying with, like, the, the kids struggling to still believe in Santa Claus. The kid going through his own journey, like, am I too old for this? Am I, is, is Santa Claus for little kids? Also, teaching kids like life lessons along the way. Like there's literally a little bit of everything in this movie. Um, the animations, it's got like that throwback vibe to it. Uh, I just think it's a, a really solid animated film, which is rare in like modern times for like a, a holiday movie. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yo, that's a good pick. That right. A good that's pick. a good pick that like the book too. Right. It's exactly. based off a book and the book is fire. Like I remember around the holidays in the, in the old elementary school, mm -hmm. you try and go pick that up and every copy's checked out and you're just like, damn it. Of course. <laughs> Damn it, it's of the course. book that I actually wanted to and, read. And there's so many catchy like show tunes within that film too. Like yep. talk about just production quality and they're using like the the live action like the uh, motion capture suits during that. Just nice. Good which, movie. Which is movie. early in the game. Exactly. Like they were doing that early. Yeah. Yeah, props. Good pick. Mm -hmm. Dustin Old Dutch. Hmm. This is hard. There is a lot of good ones still up for grabs. There are so many good Christmas movies. Um, I know. I was sitting here, and I was like, shit, should we draft six? <laughs> there are so <laughs> many, but it's like, oh, no, let's stick to the four. four. Yeah, That's the format. There's definitely yeah. going to be some honorable mentions at the end. Oh, my oh yeah. Definitely. Oh, I'm sure. like, should I, you know, I'm trying to play to win, but I'm also playing with my heart a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't mean to come at you too much, Matt. I know I was staring hard at you, but I was like thinking there's a, a couple animated ones that I wanted. 
But I do think the classic, you're a mean one, you know, Mr. Grinch, how the Grinch stole Christmas. Like, I think that would go on my list for sure. Like that is something that I would watch every year. Um, it's got an amazing soundtrack. People love that soundtrack. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's kind of one of those Christmas classics. It's set up your movie. It's true. Mine had to happen. Without first. yours, there is no mine, right? But I did like how you sold it. I will have to say, like you were, you were going, you were real. listing many reasons. So I'm still keeping that in mind Thank for you. sure. And Thank I you. did watch the live action one when I was a kid. Yeah. How old were we when when that, that came, came out? That came out in like 01, I think. Wow, we were really young. So you're, yeah, like <laughs> seven years old. Yeah. Yeah, I was like 11. Now who's old? 12. <laughs> <laughs> now who's old? But yeah, I'm going I'm going the cartoon. I got to get an animated. There's a there's so many good animated uh Christmas movies or yeah. specials. So Oh, by sure. by I, far. There's a couple that I wanted, but uh, you know, I just love that one is definitely my favorite. Heck yeah. That's a good, good pick. choice. Good, good choice. Good pick. And that brings us to a perfect segue because I got a little bit of a story for y'all about the creation of the live-action Grinch, not only because it was one of my picks, but it is just a wild story uh, in itself. So this is a little Matt Facts from your boy, Matty Ice. So during the filming of the How the Grinch Stole Christmas live-action film with Jim Carrey, the makeup process, as you can imagine, becoming the Grinch takes a long ass time you're talking about prosthetics people poking and prodding you for eight and a half hours a day in the makeup chair jim carrey is sitting and he is miserable beyond belief you're talking about a guy who i mean jim carrey goes through a lot like he's willing to immerse himself in all of his roles especially when you're talking about 90s jim carrey at his the height of his superpowers um which this movie comes out shortly after but nevertheless he is sick and tired of sitting in this makeup chair for eight and a half hours a day who wouldn't be so he tells director Ron Howard, he says, I, I'm going to quit. I'm done with production. Like, I can't keep going in this film. He's like, I am done. So Ron Howard's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You are literally the only person, and I still believe this, the only person who could portray the Grinch in a live-action film. Yeah. So they go out, the production team, Ron Howard, they go out, they find a guy who is an ex-CIA operative to who is an expert in training agents how to, like, withstand interrogation and like torture and stuff like that they go out and find a guy to teach jim carrey coping techniques <laughs> so that he can withstand the makeup process each day on set right like they go out they find like some chuck norris type of guy and say you need to help jim out because he's going to quit if he keeps on having to get his makeup put on for almost nine hours a day right so just a little crazy story that, like, the CIA got that movie off the ground when it was, like, about <laughs> to go out the door. So, there you go. A little Matt fact for you. That it's, is a crazy Matt that fact. That is yeah. crazy. Right? Isn't that wild? Standing trauma from a makeup chair. Who would have known, man? That's <laughs> yeah, wild. That right? is wild. I no. would agree with that Jim Carrey thing, too. Like, mm -hmm. it is a big task to make that into a live action, and you needed someone as animated. And He's the know, only one that could do it. Like, absolutely the only one that could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Maybe, maybe Robin Williams at the height of his powers. It's true. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah. On yeah. cocaine or off cocaine? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Robin Williams, I love Robin Williams, but I kind of agree. Like, Jim Carrey's whole, like, his specific brand of, like, like eccentric, like, wow, like, kind of comedy, like, just fits that character. Man, but Robin Williams is... Well, that's what I was saying. Like, if there was another person... Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, that is possibly. so even even as I say that I'm like 
But could he really, know, man? Though. It would be like... Uh, and and here's here's the quote for you uh, from Kerry himself. It said, that first day, the makeup took eight and a half hours. It was like being buried alive. Oh, my God. Wow. God damn. <laughs> eight hours wow. in a chair that's getting an, makeup. That's so crazy. Awful. Man. Well, we got... We got one round left, and let me run through the teams real quick. I'll give you a quick recap. I've got Elf, Scrooged, and Die Hard. Dylan's got Home Alone, Nightmare Before Christmas, Ernest Saves Christmas. Maddie S. got the live-action Grinch with Jim Carrey, Christmas Vacation, Polar Express, and Dustin has Christmas Story, It's a Wonderful Life, and the original How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Dustin... It is your pick. Round four. All right. This one, I'm definitely going to have to go kind of like you did, Ben, where, you know, you were saying Elf has such a, like, fan following and and it is such a classic, even though it's not maybe your personal favorite. Mm -hmm. I do really like this movie, but a lot of the reason why I'm picking it is just because of how loyal of a fan following it's got and kind of similar to how Matty Ice was running down the Grinch, like, the people behind it, the star-studded cast, I am going with Love Actually. I When I talk to some people, solid, they definitely put that in their yearly rotation, their top list. I mean, it's got some, some really interesting scenes, and I, I will say that a lot of movies that do that kind of like vignette, like we're going to show all these stories that are happening at once, I think there's always bound to be ones that you like more than others. Um, the ones that are really like land for me in that movie – great very charming like um you know it, it kind of brings a smile to your face now there might be a couple characters in there that i'm like oh okay but really starts at a cast a lot of really like just charming feel good you watch that during christmas you're like you're making cookies you got your candles lit and it's like you know you're going to sit down on the couch you want something that makes you feel good and people love it so yeah. love actually solid i love it's it it's an awesome like, movie. i i i love it yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually, though. Oh. <laughs> all right, Matty, I tell you. All right, my last pick. This is a tough one because there is a lot of good movies still left on the table. But I'm going to stick with the actual, like, movies with actors. Now, I'm not going to go animated back-to-back. So I'm going to go with a movie I think is grossly underrated, Jingle All the Way. Dude, nice. I'm so <laughs> glad that got picked because I was like, fuck, I want that. But I don't know that I can put it on my team because I don't know if it is like four. But since someone else picked it, I'm like, yes. See, and I think That's you can yes. pick it. I think you can pick it in the fourth round because I don't think it's a top pick, but it's still a classic. Like you're talking about Schwarzenegger again, kind of the maybe the tail end of his superpowers, but still kind of in the in his prime. I mean, there's so many quotable moments like right? it's turbo time or <laughs> Christmas spirit. Exactly. Yes. Like he's beat and it's it. so I mean, if you think about the plot, it's so relatable too. It's like a busy dad. He's just trying to like please his son with what his son wants for Christmas and he just ends up like fucking it up along the way. Like it is so beyond relatable. Phil Hartman is hilarious and that mm-hmm. Sinbad is hilarious. Yeah. That. Sinbad as a postman. <laughs> it is so good. Let's right. go. That movie does not age well. Payphones oh, and yeah. you know, the way people like got toys back then. No Amazon, but still. That but that so but that whole good. like capture of like a holiday toy craze, that is yes. so relatable. Oh, yes. Yeah. Furby. So, me exactly. Elmo. Elmo me. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Tur- and, and Turbo Man, mm-hmm. that's badass. It's it Turbo Time. I actually asked for Turbo Man for Christmas, and it didn't exist. There was no Turbo Man. I bet you. I bet you it does now. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I bet probably. you they make it now. Probably. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's round four for me. 
Jingle Dude, all nice. the way. I'm mm-hmm. honestly mm-hmm. liking round four the way it's going so far because both those were on my kind of roster for backups. Nice. Uh, love, love, actually. Jingle all the way. Great pick. Can't just say Sinbad, my dude, my guy does not get a good ending. He goes to jail. Uh, but he gets the, oh, spoiler alert, he mm. gets the Turbo Man, and he gets the dope Turbo Man. Like, like the legit one. The parade, limited edition, like given to a kid from, well, who was supposed to be the real Turbo Man. Mm-hmm. Who, By the way, that movie depicts like rocket propulsion systems in a very unrealistic oh, manner. Oh, by far. However, <laughs> by far. it is so dope. It is so dope. Well, they even have like the throwaway character in like Booster. Like it, it's just hilarious <laughs> yeah. how like Booster gets shit on. Like who the fuck wants Booster? <laughs> this is Booster. They don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Okay. Jingle all the way. Great pick. Uh, okay, my fourth round pick. I love this. I love it. Y'all know I love it too. Fiddler on the roof. Fiddler um, on the roof takes place in Imperial Russia. Uh, and around 1905, it's a musical with iconic, absolutely iconic score. Um, and the acting is amazing. You have Chaim Topol, right? And he plays a father who's struggling to basically like maintain tradition when everything is changing. Everything's in flux in his life. And he's facing down a potential program against his Jewish community. Um, all with this pa- these passionate um, musical numbers that come in. I'm not even a musical guy. I just love this film and everything about it. It's a classic winter movie. Whoa, excuse me. Wow. Winter movie. Getting choked up here. I know. I am. It's so and beautiful. <laughs> I've, I've gone to see it in the theater several times on Christmas Day, and uh, it's so powerful. Um, that's, that's my fourth round pick, Fiddler on the Roof. Nice fourth round pick. I'll be honest. I've never seen that movie. Yes. But but it's all good. Like I I've heard a lot about it and I do see the commercials for it playing in certain theaters every Christmas, so it has to have staying power. So solid pick. And I also keep talking because I am delaying my pick <laughs> as I have the last pick and I'm like, damn, there are there's so many there's, good ones. There's so many good ones. And I feel like man. It's like, what direction do I want to go with the last pick? I Do I want to go classic? Do I want to go, like, one of the personal favorites? I've already got a personal favorite on there with Scrooged and Die Hard. Nope. I'm going to keep it personal. I'm going to keep it personal. In my house growing up, or at least in, uh, well, yeah, yeah. In my house growing up, like, the most common Christmas movie played outside of The Grinch was Charlie Brown. Like Charlie mm-hmm. Brown Christmas, um, yep. That soundtrack is amazing, iconic. I, mean, I have it on vinyl, and every to, to say every song is a banger just isn't. It doesn't fit with the time, but every song is classic. Ice yep. skating, ice skating, y'all. Look that up on YouTube. Ice skating, Charlie Brown Christmas. It's beautiful. It's fun. It's whimsical. That movie embodies Christmas. It embodies Christmas to me. It shows that it's not about like the perfect tree. Right, it's about Christmas. It's mm-hmm. about being with people. It's about being with your dog, being with your family. Snoopy's dope, so mm-hmm. dope. Like, so I think my last pick needs to be Charlie Brown Christmas. There's so many honorable mentions oh, we're gonna go oh, through. Oh yeah, like sure. ridiculous. I mean, I don't even think we need to explain them. Yep. We could just do a roundtable, just like Matt. Why don't you take honorable mentions for sure? Uh, my honorable mention, I have a couple of them. First off, the 
OG animated like claymation Rudolph the yeah. Red Nosed Reindeer. You gotta get that on there. Fire. Same thing with uh, I think it's kind of it's such a unique uh like concept too. But the the claymation Santa Claus is coming to town. It's Santa Claus like origin story, which is pretty wild. That <laughs> I don't want to explain it too much, but That's again, it's, it's still a cool one. So those are those are a couple of my uh honorable mentions there. Take it away, Big D. Nice. I love that. Uh, my honorable mentions have to be uh, The Muppet Christmas Carol. All right. It's love always. that film. Love the songs. Love Kermit the Frog. Uh, I love Batman Returns and all of its fucking weirdness. Catwoman. <laughs> uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Terrifying and beautiful and just amazing performance in Uncanny Valley. Um, also, one last one. The Year Without Santa Claus, that stop motion and the songs, Heat Miser, fucking fire, dude. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Also, before we move on real quick, I want to say that, uh, is it, Sn- it's Snow Miser, right? The, the, the blue guy, like the uh, opposite of Heat his... Miser, it's Snow Miser. Yeah, that's in Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Yeah. Yeah, they're in different movies, but there's Heat Miser from The Year Without Santa Claus, mm-hmm. and yeah. then there's Snow Miser. Because their songs are very similar too, mm. but I, my point was that uh, that guy looks eerily like like Owen Wilson. Just saying, <laughs> think about think <laughs> oh oh the yeah. the snowmeister yeah snowmeister yeah yeah heck yeah <laughs> Dustin honorable mentions nice uh, one that I didn't pick just because I know it'd be a controversial one, but for a lot of people, including my girlfriend. Home Alone 2 actually deserves to be on the yeah, list. Yeah, thank you. Solid. Thank you. So many people like who yeah. grew up maybe watching that one, me. that's mm-hmm. their Home Alone. Yeah. This guy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a good me one. and her, like, we sit down, and like, for me, it was the first one. So I was like, oh, yeah, Home Alone. And she's like, no, uh, the New York one. Like, And then watching it, it's still got a classic. And it kind of delivers, like, where when I was looking it up, it delivers where you want a sequel to deliver, which is a hard task mm-hmm. giving the structure and you're thinking, like, yeah, we've seen it before, but they give you everything that's, like, an ode to the first one, like a nod that you want to see as a big fan, and also slightly new content in a new setting. Like, it, it just shifts it enough where it's, like, you still get to love it, and it hits, it checks all the boxes. Dude, the, the scene where Marv gets electrocuted <laughs> is so <laughs> damn funny. Like, you see his skeleton, and it's, like, such a practical effect. It is hilarious. Also, that's, like, awesome. one of the only Christmas movies that I can think of where, like, even during this time where we're supposed to be, like, love your brethren and, like, all this stuff, like, you all of a sudden figure out this dark part of you that laughs your ass off <laughs> when these two people are getting, like, brutalized. Like, all these things where you're, it's, like, cringeworthy now. Like, when I watch it, I'm like, oh, my, ah, 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 ah. But as a kid, it's, like, it's hilarious. Like, <laughs> like, that guy stepped on a nail and then got hit in the head. <laughs> this guy's getting hit in the head with bricks. This is hilarious. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised, Kevin. Like, he's brutal, dude. I'm kind of surprised he didn't waterboard those guys, to be honest right? with you. Right? It's brutal. And, like, those, more than nine lives. Like, they, they're not even cats. They're, like, <laughs> cats time ten. Like, they, they must have died so many times in that. Like, you would be done if yeah. any of that happened to you. I, yeah, I struggled to not pick Home Alone 2 with my last pick because that is, like, the Christmas movie I grew up. Like, Charlie Brown, Home Alone 2. You talked about Joe P- Pesci earlier, mm-hmm. but it's in the second one when they capture Kevin right out in New York yeah. and they are walking with him where you feel like that's where the casting of Joe Pesci feels real because it's like, dude, this guy, like, he's got him. Oh, shit. Like, They're going to mess he, him up, yeah. He can actually kill this kid. Like, he's... Because that's Joe Pesci. Yep. So that felt so real. I mean... Shit, 
our current president was in that movie. And he didn't get paid or nothing. They just asked to shoot in Trump Hotel and his... That was like his requirement. That was, yeah. yeah he was like, yo, you can shoot in here if I can just make a cameo. Because that's Donald Trump. But yeah, I, I love... It's funny that you like the first one more because the first one's older. I mean, it's what right? I grew up with. Yeah, even though I'm younger than Even though you're is. younger. Well, yeah, because Marjorie's closer to my age. Yeah. And, we, and her and I both love yep. Home Alone 2. That's funny. Yeah. Home Alone 2 is a great honorable mention. This is a hard category because so many of them have their like nostalgic weight behind them mm-hmm. where it's like I didn't grow up watching the same ones as Ben, Matt or you, Dylan. Like so it's going to be an interesting one to vote on for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, like my so you you did Home Alone 2. So my honorable mention is going to go to this Christmas. Um, I don't know if you guys have like seen that. It's from 2007, but it's got a lineup. My wife introduced me to this movie and it is a like we've already watched it this year and we'll probably watch it again. But Regina King, Chris Brown, Laura London, or Lauren London, Idris Elba, Loretta Devine, uh, Columbus Short. It's got so many like influ- influential actors of that decade, and then some into this decade. Um, it's just a it's just a great like sleeper movie. Like mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people have have seen it. So I, hey, if you want to see a new Christmas movie, check that out. Oh, and a movie that I thought you were talking about Christmas origin movie. Mm-hmm. You want to see a different take on a Christmas origin? Watch Klaus. Wait, yeah, Klaus. It's on uh, Netflix. The spin on, like, how Santa Claus came to be is so good, and the animation is beautiful. Holy smokes. Yes. Oh, yeah. also another nice. one, uh, last last one I have to mention is uh, Arthur Christmas. Uh, that, that's a good, that's a good like, anim- like newer animated Christmas movie. It's, it's got James McAvoy in it, and, like, Hugh... Uh, who, the guy who plays House is that uh, from blanking on his name, but no, I don't know his name, but I know Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie, yeah, nice. but it's like a solid, solid like Christmas movie about like how Santa Claus like descends throughout the generation. So there you go. Nice, nice. heck yeah. Alrighty, well, we need to we need to decide who's going to vote here, or I guess we need to vote. Right, it's voting time. It is voting time. It's time to vote. But before we vote. Let's recap the teams. We'll give you a quick recap of our squads of four. Mr. D, Big D, go ahead. All right, so with Ben, we have Elf, Scrooged, Die Hard, Charlie Brown Christmas. With Big D, myself, we have Home Alone, Nightmare Before Christmas, Ernest Saves Christmas, and Fiddler on the Roof. With Maddie Ice, we got How the Grinch Stole Christmas, live-action film, Christmas Vacation, Polar Express, and the holiday classic, Jingle All the Way. With Dustin, Old Dutch, we've got Christmas Story, It's a Wonderful Life, How the Grinch Stole Christmas Cartoon Original, and Love Actually. Okay, three, two, one, we're going to point, all right? Give it a countdown. Or Old Dutch, you want to do the countdown? Sure. Go for it. Three, Two. Here we go. Whoa, let's get ready to rumble. Boom. Holy shit. Holy shit. Okay, <laughs> so wait. I see three people pointing at me, and I'm pointing at wow. Dylan. How the fuck did that happen? Okay. Well, we're going to yeah, explain. We're going to explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dustin, you're starting. Go for it. Uh, I was real torn on this. We all were really. Um, some of us had to leave the room. I mean, it was it was real hard. I think, I think uh, Matt, I kind of liked overall for like, Almost every single one, with the exception of Jingle All the Way, because I will admit I haven't seen it, so it was fair, hard fair, for me fair. to judge. But we were watching the trailer; uh, it looked really funny, and I was like, "Man, I think overall, like a very solid group of four. 
So it was almost kind of like going with something that I didn't really see too many holes versus something that I had my favorite in it, mm. which is Elf. Like Elf is probably it's probably my all-time favorite. I did uh, Christmas Story's right there with it. It's very very close battle, but Elf is just so good and Charlie Brown Christmas was actually the other animated short that I was thinking between Christmas and that. So that's why I got my vote. Heck yeah, thank you for that vote. Matty Ice, it's you. Yeah, same same logic. I also voted for Ben in this. Uh, it's just a solid, 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 solid lineup. I was personally going to pick Scrooged. So that's just, I think it, it. you're right. It is the best rendition of the whole Scrooge story. Bill Murray's phenomenal in that. Elf, it's just a classic. Will Ferrell is just hilarious in that movie. Uh, also, we were talking about this, but just also thinking about casting. I mean, they got James Caan, literally one of the best actors ever to be in like uh, a pretty un, like at the time unknown commodity uh, in elf and John Favreau and Will Ferrell and all that uh, Charlie Brown timeless classic. You cannot be thinking about Christmas special stories, anything like that without thinking about Charlie Brown um, just overall die and diehard. I mean, action film. So I, I see no holes in that draft. I love it. You get my vote. Yeah, um, Ben also gets my vote. This is Big D here. Um, you know, I'm looking at the other ones. <laughs> you know, we were all kind of joking. Ben said, who else is looking at their list and just thinking, gosh, like, I want to vote for my <laughs> my own list. Yep. And we all agreed that we like our own list. And I like picks here and there. It's just that Ben, Ben has a, a great draft. He's got, uh, because, okay, let's think about this. How much time do you have in your life, realistically, to watch Christmas movies or holiday movies during the holiday season? You know, the month of December or whatever it is. Um, how much time do you realistically have? If you're crunched for time, Ben's list, it's got a little bit of everything. It's got action. Mm -hmm. It's got comedy. It's got a Christmas Carol classic. You've got to get a Christmas Carol in there somewhere. And it's got Charlie Brown Christmas, which is just classy, man. So uh, kudos, Ben. Man, that's crazy because I thought when I picked Charlie Brown, I was like, that's a personal pick, and I picked it over Home Alone 2, and I was like, if if not picking Home Alone 2 costs me, I'm going to be like, oh, man, <laughs> this is what I get for going for what I want. Well, I couldn't vote for myself, <laughs> so I had to vote for someone else. And like I said, like when Dylan said, again, we do, not we do not talk about picks or anything before the show when you heard the little cue and we like took a break to like think because it's just so much to process, but... When I'm looking at the list, it's like live action Grinch. I went crazy when that was drafted first because I'm like, oh my goodness, I think that's my least favorite Grinch. Even the one with Benedict Cumberbatch is so good. Wait, but whoa, there's one with Cum Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, it's called The Grinch. Is it any good? Yeah, it, like I personally think it's really good. Okay. Yes. Is it as good as the original? Nothing's ever going to beat the original. True. Like yeah. that, that it's, it's too classic. But though, I like that one. Christmas Vacation, I've seen it a handful of times. Chevy Chase, funny, but Jingle All the Way is the banger in your list for me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And Dustin, I like your list, but it's like Christmas Story and It's a Wonderful Life. I might have seen both of those like once in the last 10 years. Ouch. Because they're not ones that I'm just like, I got to see that one. You know what I mean? Like I, I mean, you don't know what I mean because those are yours. I'm not yeah, trying to be every mean. Every year. Every year. Your other two are good. Dylan, I have to pick. I had to pick you. You have Home Alone and Nightmare Before Christmas, and I wanted Nightmare Before Christmas. That was the animated Christmas movie I wanted. I was selfish. You picked it. I picked you. Home Alone. But 
thanks guys for all your votes. I appreciate it. But <laughs> that's just uh Maddie Ice called this the war room. That's just the war room result. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put it out to you, the viewer, yeah, the what listener. Y'all think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think? Who won? Who won the draft? Again, my team was Elf, Scrooge, Die Hard, Charlie Brown Christmas. Big D was home alone. Nightmare Before Christmas, Ernest Saves Christmas, and Fiddler on the Roof. Matt had the live-action Grinch, Christmas Vacation, Polar Express, and Jingle All the Way. And Old Dutch Dustin had Christmas Story, It's a Wonderful Life, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and Love Actually. Y'all, the ball is in your court. That's going to do it for this this episode of Mount Draftmore. Yeah, make sure to check us out wherever you stream podcasts. And if you can leave a review, please give us five-star rating. Only five stars. <laughs> <laughs> only Yeah, only five stars. Also, if you want to vote on our choices, and again, it's up to you guys. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter. You'll see some polling options available on those platforms. Woo-woo. Yeah. Merry Christmas, you old savings and loans. <laughs> That's right, y'all. We're signing off here. We hope you have a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all of that jazz. Peace out. It's Santa here. A very Merry Christmas and the happiest New Year.